Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee, yea, I will help thee. Yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. The Bible says that every wise woman builds her house. From the moment a woman decides to follow Jesus Christ, she embarks on a building program that affects the course of the world. If you're like me, perhaps you've wondered how your life will change as age brings physical limitations. Will God still use me when my mind becomes weak and my bones get brittle? In today's episode, we're going to meet Laura Owens, a successful career woman whose age-related memory lapses took her from managing a huge company to relying on post-it notes to remind her how to log into the computer. Laura is the epitome of a wise woman who's willing to be vulnerable enough to share the beautiful story God's written for her, even though parts of it are hard to share. I hope it blesses you like it blessed me. I'd always ask the Lord to live in the mountains in a little cabin, and ironically, the hospital owned a little cabin at the bottom of a mountain, and we got to live there for a year. So God was really amazing to us. Um, and South Haven would send cassette tapes to us every week, and we had just joined the church. Wow! So that was um, so we had pastor nineteen ninety eight, ninety seven and ninety eight. Mm-hmm. Wow! Um, so after we came back, we both traveled separately then at different times, but we um, continued to fix our house up. I worked in healthcare, as did Mike. He left the company I was working for, and he went to work for St. Thomas Hospital. Hmm. And I stayed with the company. I rose to management. And from there, it was extremely exciting, very successful hospital, about 30 people under me, loved the company, um, and then the owner sold. sold. Hmm. So I had my heyday. It was amazing. And um, my boss at that time left to open her own company that did exactly the same thing. Mm-hmm. So I followed her, and we, we uh, built it from the very bottom up. Wow. And um, that company currently has about 150 employees in Hendersonville. Um, But I noticed during that period of time, while God blessed in many, many ways, um, I by then was in my, I was 38 when I went to work for that company. Mm -hmm. And I noticed at about age 42, probably 43, somewhere in there, I started to have migraines and then I started to have kind of emotional issues, um, but most of all, what I noticed was my cognitive thinking skills mm-hmm. were starting to go away. Really? And I didn't function as quickly. I couldn't think as quickly. Things I had done since I was 19 years old that came naturally to me were not coming naturally anymore. Mm. So the only reason I feel like I was successful still at that point was because of the Lord and because it was memory reflex. I had done it my entire life. Um, I knew how to treat staff. I knew how to do the job. I knew how to deal with CFOs. I knew how to what they needed, what they expected, how to get claims paid, hmm. you know, things like that. But there were things that were, I would sit in meetings and I would listen and I would take notes and go back to my desk and completely not know what was said. Oh, that's scary. And I would read the notes and not have any idea what they meant. Hmm. I would forget names. I would... Um, I really struggled with that. Mm-hmm. I thought something's wrong with me by age 45. Um, I had some um, hormonal issues. Mm-hmm. I had to have a DNC, and I thought, okay, it's mm-hmm. hormones. I'll be better. And it didn't get better. Mm-hmm. It continued to get worse. I would be driving and forget where I was going. I would, um, And where some people may think that's normal, still at 45 you're kind of young, and you're thinking, no, that, that's not 
So I went to my doctor, who's a very good Christian friend of mine, and she um, in Hendersonville, and she ran tests on me, a lot of blood tests, and everything came back perfect. Hmm. Um, praise God, I was healthy. Yeah. But she um, then sent me to a neurologist. They did memory tests on me, things like that. Um, I didn't really want to stay with the neurologist. They were more interested in giving me a lot of medications, mm. which maybe would have helped, but I don't. I didn't want to go down that path. Yeah. Good. So everything seemed to be normal, mm-hmm. but I knew it wasn't normal. Mm. And so every day I would go into work and I would have fear. Oh, and the fear would begin to grow as the months went on. What if I can't remember what to say on my conference call with my CFO this week? What if I can't remember the issues the girls have given me with their hospitals because I need to bring the issues to the attention of the hospital? Hmm. Um, and then panic attacks started to set in. Hmm. So you you go to work every day and you can't remember anything and you're frustrated and you're scared and then somebody tells you, what's wrong? I feel like something's wrong with you. You're different. So then you realize other people are seeing it. Uh. So then the bigger fear sets in. And fear for me is paralyzing. Yeah. Yeah. And so the more paralyzed I got, the worse I was at my job. Yeah. And where I'm an excellent team builder with people, and I love people, and I love doing that part of it, the technical part of what we really needed to do every day was getting more difficult for me. Hmm. I could look at spreadsheets, and they made perfect sense, you know, five years before that, and now I would look at them, and it was like looking at a blank slate. Oh, no. Um, So the fear was tremendous. I was very emotional about it. I felt like I was a failure. I would come to church and sit through services, and an hour was gone, and I didn't hear a word wow. the pastor said. I didn't. I just went through the motions of life. Wow. And I feel like I lost probably several years of my life just going through the motions of life, hmm. not even feeling anymore because of, I was only motivated out of fear. Really? I've got to get up every day and work. I've got to figure out a way to make it work. So I would, like I had said to you, put post-it notes on my desk to try to remember even the simplest of things sometimes. Wow. Um, log-ons were a nightmare because you have a lot of log-ons when you, with, when you deal with insurance companies and things like that. So even simple tasks began to be stressful. Um, I would have whole conversations with people and not even remember they occurred. Wow. So, um, so probably about... 48, I was driving to a really irrational behavior. I left at 9 o'clock at night. I live out in the country to go get a Frosty at Wendy's. I know that's funny, and some women would be like, that's totally normal. <laughs> For me, that was not normal behavior. I don't even usually go there, but um, wow. I left the house, and I had uh, just come off some antihistamines that I had been taking for years for allergies. Mm-hmm. And... I don't know if that had anything to do with it or not. My doctor, we never did find out. Mm. But as I was driving to White House, um, the road, the lines got all squiggly. And I thought, okay, if I can just get to a place to pull off, I'll be safe. And things started to get dark and tunnel vision. I thought, oh, what is going on with me? Well, I ended up blacking out. I hit a tree on one side, a telephone on another, and four mailboxes and spun around. Never had an accident before. Um... I lucidly called my husband and I said, hey, I've hit a mailbox. (laughs) I had hit a lot more than that. (laughs) The guy, the people in the houses had already called the ambulance and they were there when I woke up. So I didn't know I'd passed out though. Wow. Um, So I jumped out of the car and I just looked at the damage and I kind of just stood there in fear. Um, 
what have I done? Oh no, you know, this is going to hurt us financially. I've destroyed our vehicle. What have I, you know? Yeah. Um, I chose not to go to the hospital. Probably not a wise idea. Mm -hmm. I did have a severe concussion. I went to my doctor the day after. But after that, I thought I've, I've got to figure out what's wrong. How do I fix this? And nothing was physically wrong with me. It was the stress, and you don't realize what stress can do to you, hmm. of the fear I was living in every day because I was losing my cognitive skills. I was not as quick to learn things. And we have to learn a lot of computer systems in what I do, and that yeah. was very difficult. Hmm. Um, so all that said, a new owner, after 14 years, took over this company that I had helped build mm-hmm. um, and was blessed to be a part of. And they were out of New Jersey, and it's a different culture completely. And um, one day they they uh, contacted me after six months, called me back into the office, and terminated me. And all my life had been relatively successful, which I give complete credit to the Lord, but to not see it coming. But yet a part of me felt like I deserved it because I deserved to be terminated, to be terminated because the words they used were, I did not meet their expectations. Um, I don't know what their expectations were, but I do know basically what the expectations are for my job. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't meeting them. Mm. I couldn't think anymore. I couldn't quickly switch between systems and quickly pull numbers together and quickly disseminate the information to tell somebody where they are at their hospital financially. Mm. Um, so I didn't have any anger. I, I cried initially because that's been my life. Yeah. And I thought, I've worked in healthcare. I've never interviewed for a job. It's always been given to me because I worked for it. You worked out, yeah. Um, what am I going to do? And so I called my husband and he said, Come on. Mm. And so. Praise God for a godly husband. Um, I went home. And I have to say that while I was scared and sad, there was a huge part of me that was relieved. Wow. And that's the part that was so had tried for so long to fake it. Mm-hmm. Fake it till you make it. Yeah. And just to know I didn't have to get up every morning and fake it. Wow. I was scared and would do financially, but I didn't have to fake it anymore. If I worked at Hobby Lobby, I'd be okay. Wow. So I have a loving husband. I applied for unemployment. I did all the things you're supposed to do. The blessing there, and and there's a lot more to the story, but the blessing there was they gave me a three-month severance Mm -hmm. at full pay. Oh, good. So um, immediately I started looking for a job, and I had two hits. But he gave me five weeks of a reprieve. Wow. To just be with Mike, assess my life. And I'm amazed at how, even though I know I still am not the person I was at 20 or 30 or 40, Mm -hmm. and I lack some skills, from that aging process, and it is the aging process mm-hmm. and the stress. Um, he's given me clarity in other areas to go for. Yeah. He's building me in areas I ignored because I was busy having a career. Uh-huh. 
that have been so much of a blessing. Wow. I'm crying and I'm ready. <laughs> She's smiling so much though, you can't see her smile. Um, that's awesome. I think God just, instead of being afraid anymore, I'm excited at what he has for me because I think the more I read about older women and how they're supposed to be sober and teach the younger ones. Yeah. And I'm not good at saying the cooking or things like that, teaching them to sew, but... That's not important. It's lifting them up and helping them see the way and helping them through humps, like my humps. Yeah. Um, helping them understand careers or motherhood aren't there, isn't what defines them. Wow. They're a child God. Oh, that is good. That is so good. It's not my job to find me. Yeah. I've got for so many years because I don't have children. <laughs> but I'm God's daughter. That's so good. That's so good. And he's using it and he's blessing me and he's blessing my husband in ways we didn't have. And I'm not saying all those years were wasted. They were wonderful. Mm -hmm. But I'm seeing him... <laughs> Use me in a way that brings so much joy. Hmm. Wow. That even though we lose some things, he gives us so much more back. Wow. So, That's sorry. So I don't mean no. <laughs> um, now, probably in June, if you would have asked me when I lost my job, I wouldn't have had that peace. Yeah. But now, over the summer, I've watched... Him fill my cup. <laughs> wow. That is so good. That is so good. Your career and your your marital status and your children do not define you. That is so good because we think it does. We try so hard to measure up either, you know, with our career or to be the the mother everybody expects us to be or to be the wife or to even be a wife, you know? And it's not about that. All that can be taken away and we're still just as loved. We can throw it away and we're still just as loved. That is so good and that's what we need to hear. That is it. That's everything. <laughs> it's been a process. Yeah. It's been a growing process, but I didn't know what it was for hmm. three months ago. Wow. But I'm excited about what he's got now. Yeah. And now now what are you doing with, with Mike? With Mike, we've been in RU for a year and a half, but we've really intensely grown this summer mm -hmm. because we've had time to study together. Mm -hmm. um, I'm seeking out relationships with people where before I was tired and I'd worked all day and, yeah, I'll go and I'll put my time in, and, and but I don't time. Now I want to help people. And show them what God's doing for them and what he can do. And we, we're learning so much more memorizing scripture. And memory's a terrible thing for me that I struggle with. But sometimes he'll say, that's okay. Memorize the verse in thirds and just say it in thirds to me. Hmm. And that's okay. Yeah. And then I can help others who can't remember. Wow. <laughs> just memorize it in thirds. God's going to bless it. Wow. So, um you know, things like this today, this ladies' conference, I wouldn't have the energy or the time or I'd have been mad hmm. because work was there. Yeah. But now I work from home mm -hmm. doing what my 
people under me used to do collecting claims for hospitals mm -hmm. in the same office with my husband every day, all day. Wow. And I get off at 3.30. I don't have to work 12-hour days, salaried. Wow. God has just completely blessed. Yeah. So and it's okay. Wow. That is such a great story. Thanks so much for sharing, because that's not an easy thing to share, but all of us are, we're, we're not getting younger. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking to another lady today, and she was talking about um, the same thing, and and how um, it's it's just interesting that you mention your, your headaches and your, um, she was talking about the same thing, and it happened around menopause. Um, do you think do you think hormones have to do with any of that? I do. I haven't gone through menopause yet, <laughs> um, but I do. I think it was a combination of things. I think hormones. I think we get very stressed at that age because you're in between career and children getting uh, older point uh -huh. and um, stress and people's expectations on you and all of it. I think it really is a combination. So I'm 37. So are you talking back to your 37-year-old self? What would you what would you advise me when the stress is cuz I'm being stressed, believe me, a lot. What would I advise you? Um Number one, I had a Christian doctor. Mm -hmm. She's a faithful Christian. So she makes sure you surround yourself with faithful friends. Mm -hmm. Um I think the biggest thing I wish someone would have told me was, Laura, please focus on God and trust God. Hmm. Because it, I was so focused on work. And that was where my value was coming from. Hmm. And that's not where our value should come from. Hmm. Our, our, we're the daughter of the king. Our value comes from God. Hmm. And um, I wish I had something really profound to give you. But I, I really wish there had been somebody to slap me and say, it's not about work anyway, Laura. God will take care of the job, whether it's there or somewhere else. Hmm. It's about doing my will. Hmm. I, and then I could have focused on that and not been wrapped up in the job. That's good. In trying to make myself valuable to a company instead of valuable to Christ. Hmm. So how would you apply that to a lady who's surrounded by kids all day? <laughs> And I, I don't have any kids. Um, but you so can see hard. things. You can see things. You know, you, you have wisdom. I don't know. I think, I think, but I don't know for sure. Um, just in, in teaching them, like Terry did, I, re I saw your other podcast, or read your other or listened to your other podcast, um, how wonderful she trained her children. But prepare them for real life. Prepare them for work and prepare them for different phases of their life. You're going to be this in your 20s and your 30s. You're going to be working and you're going to be consumed with it and you're going to be raising a family and that's very stressful. Please don't lose your focus on Christ hmm. because at the end of the day in your 40s and your 50s when you're physically tired but you still mentally have to show up to work every day or or be a mom of your children every day and be sharp and be there. Um, Christ has to be the center. The focus has to be Him. I love what she said tonight. Just open your arms in the field. Or you weren't there. It was in Jennifer Hedy's class. Mm -hmm. Open your arms and just say, Lord, fill me. Mm -hmm. And ask Him to fill you and give you the wisdom to teach them what they need in each phase. And th this is a normal phase. 
See, that's the other thing I didn't have was my mom killed herself when I was 15. Oh, I'm so sorry. No, it's okay. I didn't, I didn't know these phases. Yeah. So I think as older women, we need to teach our younger ladies, this is normal. This is okay. Isn't that encouraging? Wherever you are, this is normal. Whether you're lonely or stressed, empty or exhausted, you're not alone. Not only has no temptation taken you, but such as is common to women, but the Creator of your soul is also tempted like you are, yet without sin. Yet He doesn't condemn you, so don't listen to anyone who does. He became sin for you. You are now eligible to wear His righteousness. You are so loved, and I pray Laura's encouragement stays with you for a very long time. Thanks for listening to Every Wise Woman Builds. It's an honor to have you here. Please, if you don't mind, consider leaving a message to thank Laura for sharing her story. You can either leave it in the comments or you can email me at cryoutforwisdom at gmail.com. If all of us shared our stories as bravely, we'd have a much more comforted world. God bless and have a great week.